when you're cooking, when you're ministering to your mm -hmm. to your to people, to your spouse, loving your spouse. Um, it's in everything. So um, yeah, but yeah. Hi Benjamin. Hey. Thank you very much for coming to the Heaven Revolution podcast. Yeah. Um, we've known each other for quite a while actually since Bruno University. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure you've been up to quite a lot since then. Um, yeah. First of all, would you like to just introduce yourself? A bit about your background, what your heart is for worship and for the kingdom of God right now. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think that would be a useful way to introduce yeah. yourself so that the audience can know who's speaking. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you've said it, man. But first and foremost, just wanted to honor you, man. Um, thank you for inviting me to Heaven Revolution. It's amazing. Um, I mean, it's beautiful what God is doing. Um, just listening to um, the last guy that spoke. Um, what's his name again? Promise. Promise, Promise. yeah. It's yeah. just, yeah, it just really, really shows the heart, your heart for the, um, for the community and for the land. Mm. Um, I think initially when I received that message um, I was like wow why me mm -hmm. then um, then I felt a confirmation in my heart that the Lord really wanted me to just really share my journey in the faith so I'm really honored for you to just yeah I just want to say thank you for inviting me um, so yeah my journey is just really um, I'm, for some of you guys that did not know me um, I was actually a Muslim before um, I met Christ, this so was the same hat. <laughs> I was really a Muslim home as well. Wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. So yeah, man, it was. Uh, it's it. W what happened? I mean, it's a long story, but I'll keep it, you know, in summary. So um, eleven years ago, I had a, a radical experience with Jesus, um, and it literally radically changed my life. And I felt like. Um, there was a lot of things that were missing. I, I mean, I wasn't being judgmental, but when I experienced Jesus in such a way, I just really wanted to let people know about him. And I wondered why Christians would not let yeah. people know about Jesus. <laughs> I had so a very just, similar experience yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's amazing um, what God would do with those times. It really shows you um, your, where your affection is. And um, I, I find that I had so much joy in sharing the word of the Lord. And, um, and in that, before that actually, um, I mean, because I was really, really into, um, I, I, I'm still am, but differently now, into music. So I used to sing quite a lot um, um, to gratify my fleshly desires. And I really wanted, wanted to be the next big singer. Mm -hmm. So I was pretty much worshiping the devil or indirectly, um, doing a lot of things. But when I um, came into the faith, um, and just doing evangelism and also um, just understanding the, the power of music I was able to express my gift through that way and um, I, it took me a while because um, I felt like um, I, I, I didn't want to be a certain way before I'm accepted you know I'm obviously accepted before the Father but I had to find my authentic point um, of expression, especially in the area of music, especially in the area of worship. And I find, as the Bible says, you know, um, what Jesus says, um, the, the Father is seeking for those who are worshiping in spirit and in truth. Mm -hmm. And I find that that's what the Father seeks. And it's interesting that Jesus was putting so much emphasis on the Father. Mm -hmm. So the more I start to relate, um, start relating to God, um, as father and me as a son, I think the expression 
of worship became authentic, mm -hmm. you know, rather than trying to um, conjure something um, to stir up, you know, his presence or something, or, or try to act a certain way mm -hmm. to. So I just had to find that one to one authentic point of relationship with God. And um, as we know, um, a lot of people say this is worship is not just the, the songs you sing, it's the life you yeah, live. Of course. So um, I had to learn that too. Mm -hmm. It's not just so much about the singing. This is your heart posture mm. before the Father. Mm. So yeah, man, that's that's what I would say to that. I mean, there's a lot more yeah, I can share. We'll get into that. <laughs> but yeah, very, very um, amazing introduction. Yeah. And you know, before we ever go into detail about whatever topic we're talking about, mm. we talk about the mission, our mission at Heaven Revolution. Mm. And it's important to note that the core purpose is to establish heaven on earth through what we call the seven world kingdoms. Mm. These are worship, family, government, education, economy, media and arts. Mm. And one of the reasons why we're venturing into this space is primarily because we understand that a lot of the work we've been doing in the church for a long time has been really good, mm. but it has been constricted within the area of what we do perhaps on a Sunday mm. or maybe a couple of times a week. And what that looks like is maybe we do a service where we have like a song, we have prayer, and then we have the word which mm. edifies. And those are all good things. But what has happened is on the Monday to Friday, which is the everyday things, we've seen the devil set up his almost false kingdom mm. in all those areas I just mentioned. Yeah. And as a result, he's able to influence the masses to do his bidding. Yeah. Yeah. And what he does is he uses those avenues to control the thought processes of people, the desires, the mm. ideology, really putting stuff out there that helps people to yeah. sin yeah. and to walk in the flesh yeah. rather than walking in the spirit. Yeah. And what I see happening or is happening right now in the church is there's a revolution where people are starting to realize that we need to go into the marketplace yeah, yeah. if we're to actually fulfill our, the great commission that God, so is, God has commissioned us to do. So mm. the scripture that our mission is founded on is seen in Matthew, chapter 6 verse 10 mm. and it's in the prayer it's in the the area where Jesus was teaching his disciples how to pray and wow. is your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven so it shows wow. that Jesus wants that culture that that mm. essence that lifestyle that's in heaven to be manifested down here yeah, so yeah. we're going to get into this a bit later but mm. what we need to realize is the earth was always supposed to be an extension of what heaven is mm until we obviously departed from that way when we see it in the Garden of Eden and Adam yeah. and Eve make that decision to depart from God's original mm. commission, choosing to define for themselves what good and evil is by eating from the tree of good, of, mm. the knowledge of good and evil. And then the world going into disarray, Christ coming to redeem us and then restoring that. But we will get into yeah, that a lot yeah, more. Yeah. But um, mm. yeah, we really just wanna celebrate people like yourselves who are doing outstanding things in the kingdom of heaven and really i know that your area of gifting is primarily there's a lot of things you do mm. but where i've seen god use you really particularly is in the areas of evangelism really promoting the love of christ yeah. the power and, and demonstrating miracles accompanying that sounds of wonders yeah which is what the world needs because mm. as we're entering an age of you know people who are not believing in god as much yeah. it's important that they see these things mm. that almost turn their world upside down when yeah. they realize that what mm. miracles are real like god yeah, is real yeah, like yeah. and that's what people see i see a lot mm. happen i've seen the reactions to many of the videos i remember once <laughs> i watched a video of you praying for somebody um and their leg grew right in front of them <laughs> and like they were all like all like scared and all of this stuff yeah. but i think 
especially in these last days where skepticism is on a high yeah people like yourself are so key so mm. the question i wanted to ask is so within the area of what you do right now what would you say are how would you advise people to approach evangelism first of all yeah and we're also going to ask you a bit about the book you've written yeah so that goes into another dimension but the first yeah. thing is what is your heart for this nation what is your heart for what the church should be doing and your vision as a person as a heavenly ambassador yeah what is your vision and and what is your heart in evangelism and in other things you're yeah so um i mean my my um my take on this is well before i even get into that um so the lord gave me a vision of discipleship mission which is just simply making jesus famous in hearts mm. and uh, when people hear that they're like what do you mean jesus famous is really famous but if you really listen to it, it it says in hearts so which means when jesus becomes exalted in hearts mm. that's the main goal mm. as a disciple um regardless of any de denomination as long as you believe in the father son holy spirit mm. we all have the great commission matthew 28 mm. go into the all the world and preach the gospel and baptize them in the name of the father son and holy spirit mm. Um, but even before that scripture, there's, there's a couple of verses before that, I believe it's Matthew's um, 28, 17 to 19. Um, it speaks about them worshipping Jesus at the mountain. And as a result of that, they received the commission. So I felt like it's so key to us as believers now, where we've got to really um, see the source and it's um and get connected to the source even before we do the outworkings of, of the the great commission and mm -hmm. and uh, i feel like for me personally it's it's a it's a lot of mistakes i've made in the past world but god used that to bring me where i am and i'm still growing in the things of god i'm not i'm not there yet you know but i find that in connection with god in worship mm -hmm. and in intercession and really going after for after his presence his presence makes us makes a difference mm. i find that it makes evangelism easier um certain words that you did not even make up you know it was the holy spirit that put that in you mm. for certain people um and i find that i find that when we limit what god wants to do for particular individuals mm. we can easily miss what god wants to do mm. but at the same time it's all a learning process but I feel like, um, as people would say, practice his presence. Mm. Like, go into the presence of God. Like, really go after that. Because we cannot convert a soul. It's the goodness of God that leads to repentance. Absolutely. So I find that it's, it's so much easier to ask God for the souls that he created in the first place. Mm. Like, he knows everything about that soul. Mm. So intercession in itself is an expression of compassion. I'm not... You know, I mean, there's times where I've done it for the sake of just winning souls. Mm. But I've learned that if you do it from a pure motive of love and knowing why they need to be saved. And even the fact that you're saved, you're doing it because of that. Because you've experienced love, perfect love. And that's what you want to exude to those mm. that are coming into the kingdom. Mm. It just makes life easier. Then you're not, you're not performing. Mm. You're just really having that pure motive of love mm. and going back to the sacred place you know where no one's looking and just interceding with people and also interceding just with the lord yourself mm. 
you know so that's what I would say mm. for that yeah awesome, <laughs> awesome and you know I think a lot of people miss that yeah. and I think yeah. a lot of people fall into the trap yeah. where um, one thing I notice even whenever I'm doing any form of ministry yeah. is immediately after it's almost like I enter into like a vulnerable place where yeah. it's almost like if the enemy is upset at what just happened <laughs> so then almost lots of attack tends to oh, try and yeah. come yeah but then immediately what I do to overcome that is as soon as I get home I just worship God I just worship 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 mm. worship before I worship but even immediately after wow, wow, wow. and what that does is it restores me and yeah. it always helps me to remember why I'm doing what I'm doing mm. any ministry the, the greatest ministry would always flow from a place of intimacy with come God on, come on it's not about people who you know like I, they want to do some sort of ministry so now they need to <laughs> go and fast go on the mountain <laughs> seek God for power and then go out to minister that's how a lot of people do it yeah. especially from our backgrounds yeah. but intimacy 100% I completely yeah, so agree good. with you on that so good there is actually um, a piece of commentary which basically we've written a, a manual for our movement at Heaven Revolution. It's wow. called Destiny Challenge. Wow. And for each of the, me- the uh, seven world kingdoms I mentioned, you know, worship, family, government, mm. etc. We have like a paragraph where we summarize what that current kingdom looks like or that domain looks like right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. And we talk about how we're going to solve it. So it's a, it's a brief paragraph. I'm going to read it out. And it reads... So this is worship domain or the church, mm, mm. so to speak. It says, this domain involves the worship of God. Currently in the church, the, the five key ministerial gifts, which are apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and mm. teacher, have been primarily working in isolation. As a result, this lack of unity in the church, mm. has, as, as, a res, as a result of this lack of unity, yeah. the church has been unable to fulfill our mission mm. to establish the kingdom on earth. The kingdom of God mm, on earth. Mm. Heaven Revolution will unite the church by bringing, bringing together these five ministerial gifts so that the church will be able to fulfill our mission to establish the kingdom of heaven on earth. Mm. There's one key thing I want us to talk about there where I don't know if you've seen this, I'm sure you probably have, but some churches, for example, we're not as united as we should be. Yeah. But one other things I one other thing I see is um some churches you might have a prophet that's there who's the leader yeah. some churches you might have a pastor who's the leader some churches you might yeah. have an apostle who's the leader some churches you might have an ev- uh, evangelist and what that ten- what tends to happen is then the church their focus is on that particular particular thing which is good yeah but then what happens is because they're not all working together they each of them have blind spots or weaknesses mm. which yeah. one of them was supposed to cover yeah. or protect yeah. Yeah. so if you imagine it as they're all holding hands in a circle or, or they're, they're yeah. all they're in a sense all covered everyone is covered and protected mm. but if one is just working on their own mm. they're very vulnerable to whatever attacks can come mm. their way mm. i really 100 percent believe that god intended that all those gifts work together, together. like under one mission and under one banner yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas you have how it stands now is you'll have one key personality mm. or public figure mm. who is trying who has their hands in all of those things yeah, yeah yeah and you know we weren't made to operate like that and i really believe that when we find a way especially our generation where yeah. you're say you're you have an evangelistic gift very yeah. powerful evangelistic yeah, yeah. gift i might have a, a pastoral prophetic gift or apostolic gift mm. and we're coming together and we're you know sharing ideas that are inspired by the holy spirit yeah. collaborating together thinking how can we solve a particular problem within our area yeah. rather than saying okay you do your ministry i do mine <laughs> and then 
maybe from time to time you invite me as a guest speaker mm. but you know there's more to it than that and I really want us to talk talk about unity so yeah what do you see unity or, or what role do you see unity playing in the church and and how do you see unity as being something that will be positive in helping us to fulfill our, our corporate mission as yeah. a church that's that's such a powerful um, question and uh, I feel like you really touched on some of the answers as well um, it's interesting because I had this discussion same discussion a few weeks ago and I actually mentioned this one one of my Facebook posts as well because um, if you really think about certain scriptures that speaks about God um, saying the hand of the Lord was upon certain prophets or certain ministers or even Jesus himself it you notice the Bible didn't say you know three fingers of the Lord was upon <laughs> it says the hand of the Lord mm. so there's there's a system there's the way he approached um, people and 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 also when Jesus was ascended as the Bible said in Ephesians 4 he gave gifts to men and this was the fivefold and and I feel like um, when the, the fivefold is what keeps the body functioning in that place of maturity and even in the works of ministry Ephesians 4.11 really explains that yeah. um, properly yeah. but I feel like if if we come together um, and really admonish and receive this gift um, there will be certain things that as you said the blind spots will be covered yeah. um, I feel like the, the body of Christ needs to um, I won't say what's the people say swallow up the pride. I say no, we have we have got to kill pride. Yeah. And when we kill pride, we'll be able to see where we're lacking. Because yeah. there's um I mean I said this as well. I said you we can operate so much in the gifting of the evangelist, yeah. but where's the pastoral? You yeah. may be a wounded soldier yeah. going after souls. Yeah. Where do we find that balance? And I really believe is when we start honoring yeah. the apostles and I think a lot of churches do have this yeah. it's just that they're not recognized yet or there's a lack of honor yeah. you know um, to welcome that gifting yeah. and, I, and I've seen that I've seen that you know in different different churches but I feel like the only way we can break that is to um, honor you know I, I'm not into the thing where we dishonor title we do yeah. need to honor title as well um, we do really need to do that once we honor that and invite that in and just and especially the way church is going now mm. it may not be the same mm. so but we need to be able to have pure relationship with people mm. that you know by the spirit that they have this gifting of the apostles the prophets the evangelists the teachers the pastors because in, in, if we if we if we reject one we're still failing mm. in, in our majority mm. You know, so we need to find a way to grasp that. I mean, what really works for me is I may not f have all that gifting in my church, mm. but I recognize it in a man that I'm probably, you know, listening to. Mm. But I'll, I will not idolize that, but I'll listen to what he's saying, you know, matter with his word. Mm. As the Bible says, the noble Bereans took the word mm. and they learned it, they studied the scriptures themselves, mm. um, but also learning how to incorporate other gifts and, and, and not dishonor. Mm. Um, so that's the that's the way I'll, I say the Bible says, you know, um, can work can two work together unless they agree. But also the Bible also speaks about when the brethren um, dwell together in unity, God yeah, yeah. commands a blessing. A blessing yeah. So I really yeah. believe that that's where 
blessing, you know, not just blessing, but also says life forevermore. Mm. So the life of Christ will form us as a result of that unity, mm. you know, and um, it's easy to say, but we really need to get practical, mm. you know. Um, yeah, so I'll, that's what I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah. 100%. Um, yeah. And it makes sense that God will, you know, that's where God will command his blessing because mm. if you had a people, say you were running a company. Yeah and all your employees were disoriented and they were like doing their own thing yeah and they were all divided and then mm. maybe one of them comes to you and says god you know we want to do a project but we need this amount of money and you're <laughs> the ceo no you're the ceo they asked you for that money mm. would you release that money to a divided group of people to work on that project mm. you wouldn't because the project is doomed to fail yeah, yeah because yeah. it requires their cooperation, cooperation. With one another. yeah and that's why god talks about love love you know mm. uh, you know I'll, I'll read a scripture here but oh, so good one thing is i think what will fix this um you know you talk about swallow we need to you know kill pride <laughs> yeah the thing is uh the opposite of the opposite of love is pride mm. some people think the opposite of love is hate no the opposite of love is pride because mm. hate comes from pride mm. so this love versus pride thing we need to focus more on love yeah as in and love will allow us to see beyond our differences so good. here's the thing that happens is they've you know um the pastor the, the the church that might have a very strong pastoral gift mm. will see the prophet and the prophetic gift and they were like it's so strange like oh those people and all the things they're doing and <laughs> oh no 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 we don't really believe in that you know that happens if the person just loved yeah fundamentally it will allow them to actually go the extra mile to look and try and understand what that is wow. about but when there's no love That's it so immediately good. retreats to fear mm. misunderstanding, misunderstanding and some sort of pride to think we're better than them better. Wow. i think one thing i'm blessed with is that um mm. in my journey god allowed me to go to different types of churches mm. so i went to prophetic churches i started i, I started at one that was not prophetic but mm. very pastoral like yeah yeah, yeah. And, I, and and i as i navigated these spaces within the church i got to appreciate yeah. everything rather than saying i believe in this but i don't believe in that mm, mm. no it's i believe in everything that god has written in his word mm. and if i see it manifesting in the world today i wow. accept it i don't mm. think that i know better yeah but um uh, I just want to read this before we go wow. into the next segment. It's, it's, it's just talking, yeah. emphasizing this unity thing we're talking about. Mm. And you mentioned the scripture in Ephesians. So in wow. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1 to 6, and then we go from verse 11 as well to 16, it reads, I'll read this quite quickly. Mm. It says, I therefore, prisoner of the Lord, this is Paul speaking, wow. beseech you that you walk worthy of the calling in which you were called with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavouring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling. Mm. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, one Father of all, mm. who is above all and through all and in you all. He himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, yeah. for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro mm. and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness and deceitful plotting, wow. but speaking the truth in love. Wow may grow up in all things into him who, who is the head, 
Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body, edifying itself yeah. in self and love. And you know, that just mm. is it summarizes everything. Yeah, it, it, it does. We yeah. have no excuse to be divided mm. because there's so many scriptures that talk about unity and the power that comes from it. Even if you go into the Old Testament where um, I think before David or one of the kings went to war, yeah. they had the worshippers playing instruments and it says when all the instrumentalists were playing as one, as one. when everybody was shouting as one, then, then the, it says the glory of the Lord wow. fell and they could no longer minister. But it was only when everything was one. one. If one person says, no, we want to play this, and another person <laughs> says, I want to play this, no glory will come, no they would have been killed. Mm. So the things, and, and they were fighting an army with far more resources than they had. Wow. So look at our situation as the church. Mm. We're facing an enemy that has already set up his kingdom in cool. all these areas. Mm. And we, are, we have been on the back foot. Of course, our God is greater. We will do mighty things. Yeah. But we've been on the back foot because they've established systems and things in this world that govern the world in a way that's contrary to the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. Yeah. And in order for us to over, overcome the things they've put in place, we fundamentally need unity as a result mm. and that will help us to fulfill that great commission so true um just before we go to the next part do you want to talk a little bit about <laughs> your book oh, of course you can comment on what i just read or you can oh okay. talk about your book after or, or um yeah i mean he summed it up i feel like that scripture in fact when i was talking i was thinking about that scripture so it's so funny you brought it up so mm. i feel like we need to study that and see how um that um can have a role in our lives mm. we need to pray that if we if you don't have the five fold in your life mm. um, personally and as well as your intimacy with the Lord mm. um, just ask the Lord just speak to the Lord about it mm. I feel like some of the the blind spots and some of the things we even fall into um, you know I feel like it's not necessarily because um, we have lacked relationship with the Lord sometimes yeah. it could be some area of maturity that you're lacking yeah. uh, and I feel like that that scripture really summarizes everything and also in regards to love love itself edifies yeah. is love itself is what Jesus represented yeah. um, and Jesus did not just say oh this 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 are the super superstar gifts I'm gonna give yeah. in fact those fivefold they're called to serve yeah, un under us. Yeah. So we need to really have that mindset as well. Because I think this day and age, we have this perspective. Oh, um, this apostle, this apostle, that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's got the limelight and all this. And it's become this, it's become a celebrity worship. Mm -hmm. Rather than saying, okay, what does he have for me? Because mm -hmm. I know he's going to anointing in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, what do I need from him so, so I can, can better steward what the Lord has called me to actually walk in yeah. Um, and yeah so yeah in regards to my book um, I'll go into that yeah. um, it's called um, Neon yeah. um, which is the new era of Nathaniel's um, it's a book that I'm currently editing my wife is editing it at the moment it's, it's very different from all the books I've had in the past because yeah. I've written books about sonship the disclosing of sons like remember this stuff the first one I mentioned was how I, I was able to relate it relate to God mm. as a son knowing a father mm. so I've had books in the past very small books compiled books of testimonies of mm. the, the area of the miraculous healing and and just just simple faith but also just going after 
miracles and bringing people to to Jesus. Um, sometimes just like literally people will have visions mm -hmm. of Jesus in the streets, people that have no clue about who Jesus is, they literally have a vision of Jesus. And so I've, I've been, but by His grace, the, the Lord has allowed me to see that. Mm -hmm. But um, the past couple of years, what the Lord started to, I think maybe the past year or so, I won't say the past couple of years, mm -hmm. but I feel like the past couple of years has added to this book as well. Um, is is something that um, the defense that the Lord really impressed in my heart was the area of of integrity, mm -hmm. purity, and power. Because mm -hmm. we can really focus on power, and we love power. Mm -hmm. It's like you know, it's it's power that God gives us to to so He can establish His, his covenant with us. It's power that we need for evangelism. Mm -hmm. You know, we need purity of heart so we can see God. Matthew five eight says that. You know, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. But not a lot of people talk about integrity. Mm. And I find that um, that the Lord was really hammering on this, hammering this truth to me. Mm. Um, you know, certain scriptures like um, that he stores up wisdom to those that are upright. Mm. And he's a shield um, to those that walk in integrity. Mm. And I'm like, whoa, a shield. Then, but I think the main, the fundamental scripture for me was when Jesus met Nathaniel, John chapter one, um, verse fifty-one. Um, I mean, there's a lot of there's some verses before that that really brought this book to, to play. Mm -hmm. So the scripture where well, Jesus said to Nathaniel, he says, "You're an Israelite, mm -hmm. you know, in whom there's no deceit, in whom there's no guile." Another translation says, "There's no duplicity." Mm -hmm. um, and the Amplified Version says, a one that is is full of integrity, complete integrity, basically. So I felt like the Lord was really alighting those things. And what the book summarizes is really about the story of me coming to the faith and the struggles I had in the wilderness seasons. We haven't done justice to interpret seasons. And that's why we fall into a lot of things that, you know, that we're not even we're not even ready for, yeah. and that's why a lot of people fall back from the faith, and you know. So I really shared my heart. I was really being vulnerable in this book. I, I felt like this book really exposed a lot of truth, um, and um, it's a book that I go back to, and I said, "Wow, did I really write this?" Mm. Um, because it talks about power, it talks about angels, and and how I was able to relate to them in evangelism and the school that I work in. How they were able to people were able to encounter Jesus, um, but really and truly, it's it's really dealing with the area of purity and integrity. Mm. So yeah, I don't know if you want to add to it. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I think that's very key, right? Yeah, now because um, one of the things we're lacking in the world are people leaders with integrity. Yeah, um, and in the it's also a problem in the kingdom of heaven yeah. not just in the world yeah exactly and yeah if we have people with integrity we will have you know the Bible, there's a scripture i'll paraphrase it where it says that the people rejoice when there's a good king or when there's a good mm. leader uh, and that's because they know that they're going to receive justice they're going to they're not going to it's yeah. not going to be a corrupt government. Wow, so good. It's not. They're not, not going to be led by corrupt people who are going to cheat them or yeah, do anything. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so that kind of thing, what well, I think, will really be a blessing mm. to people. So I can't wait yeah. to read it. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we can even like um, <laughs> put a screenshot of it if you have an Im image when we when we produce the podcast video. Yeah. Um, 
almost out of time, but there was something I wanted to conclude on. Um, on the topic of unity, just going Mm -hmm. back to that. Um, It's just a scripture in Genesis. It just talks about how God even perceived unity. Mm. Um, And it's it's not in a a place where, you know, um, something that God wanted to happen was happening, but it still showed how God respects unity Mm. to the point where, you know, he had to do something about it when it was being done in the wrong way. So it's about the Tower of Babel. So Genesis Mm. 11, verse 1, so four and six says now the whole earth had one language and one speech and they said come let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens let us make a name for ourselves pride of course hmm. let us be scattered lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the earth but the lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built and the lord said indeed the people are are one they all have one language and this is what they begin to do. Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld, withheld from them. Mm. God is respects unity. He even said that wow. men who are uni- united together, wow. nothing can stop them. Mm. And he had to change their language mm. and divide them in order for whatever they were trying to build to stop. Wow. So that shows you that even the devil can try and copy that and mm. say, look, if the church decide to be united, they will be unstoppable mm. so what should i do let me find ways to create divisions let me mm. find ways to make sure that the ministries that god has mm. called to work in unison mm. will work in isolation mm. and it will be about celebrities as you yeah, said yeah, yeah. individuals me building my platform mm. let, you know and there's even a lot of competition in some mm. circles of ministry which is we won't even go to that but <laughs> it's something that shouldn't exist we should be setting an example for the world um yeah but yeah um just as we conclude the podcast, there was one thing we do, which is to invest in the people who give to us. Yeah. Um, by like, I usually just wait on God, and God gives me a word for our guests. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, the word that I have for you is just there's two things. So there's one about greatness and mm. boldness, mm. and then the other is based on a word called tutelage which I will expand upon mm-hmm. as I read it okay. so this is the word that God gave me for you it says there is greatness in you know who you are and do not see yourself any less than mm-hmm. what you are wow. walk in that boldness like a lion and this will lead to the generation you're called to influence to be captivated by your mission and also enter into the fullness of theirs you see there's something that happens when you realise that you know, this isn't pride when you acknowledge the greatness that God has put in you wow. and you walk in the boldness of that because what that does is it um, it, it permeates from your being and it, it, oh. it almost latches onto other people who are, mm. near, who are near you. Wow. So don't hold back. This is the next part of it. Don't hold back. It's okay to be controversial. <laughs> Every great person has friends and enemies. Wow. It's okay to not be liked by some people. Mm. You don't have to be liked by everyone. Mm. It says, you have a tender heart because God needs humble servants for this move of unity that he's doing. But it's also good to let out the lion. Jesus is a lion and a lamb. Mm. So he says, this new boldness will also call out the fullness of the destiny of your wife, Mm. who is one with you. So as you begin to manifest that boldness and that (laughs) confidence, it will call forth the great, because you're one. So the destinies that God has for you are intertwined. Yeah. So as you begin to manifest that boldness in him, in Christ, mm. it will start to affect her in, in that positive way. Mm. 
and the next part was just the word tutelage and this usually means uh, many meanings but it's about what we we're talking about downstairs actually which funny enough yeah. you're talking about you know your heart for the youth and uh, like uh, being an overseer of them kind of thing so this is the word you're yeah. going to have authority over people mm. and you're going to need to be able to guard and protect them so it's a level beyond what you've done in the past and you're going to require that that spirit that boldness that confidence that mm. power that's emanating from you that authority you you have that in you and it just needs to be released mm. and here's the solution for it it's to shake the shackles of your past because mm. there are certain things in our past all of us that mm. have formed us to be who we are whether yeah. we're whether we're bold, whether we're loud, whether we're timid, whether whatever, it comes from somewhere. Mm. And, you know, there may have been things that tamed you in ways that were not in God's plans for you yeah. and sometimes hinder us from being all we were born to be. But the Holy Spirit is the source of all of those things I mentioned, boldness, yeah. greatness, confidence. And, you know, so he's, he, he's your healer. Mm. And anything, any wound, anything that may have not giving you the confidence you've always needed God can give you that mm. and it's even greater when God fills the void that you, of what you should have had yeah. because it's inspired by the Holy Spirit rather than it coming from a limited source of like another human being we yeah. all need a certain thing from our parents yeah, yeah. but you know sometimes we lack things like I lack things like I didn't have my mother and my father to raise me mm. and as a result I had to surrender so many things to God and as a result God was able to fill me instead yeah, yeah. and there's a lot more power in God filling you himself if you then you know just getting it the normal way even though mm. the normal way we should get it because you know that's the ideal scenario mm. but it doesn't always work out that way but mm. that was the word I had for you bro and yeah, yeah it's just an encouragement to know thank that you, so you know much, God you. is leading you to something even greater than what you've ever imagined thank you so much and yeah God will wow. give you what you need to get there in your heart. Wow, wow, so good. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. That wow. Was, that, 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 that was all. And yeah, yeah um, I Confirm, Confirms a lot. So thank you. Thank to you. To God be the glory. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, we're definitely going to have you on the show again, I think, mm. when we have, you know, more time. And yeah, there's a lot of more things I want to talk to you about. But of course, we've run out of time. And yeah. was there any a final word you had for the church you know the audience or people um, or, or anything i mean i just feel like um i know we're in the shot you know i feel like this god is making this place this holy ground and, and i feel like as i was mentioning to you earlier i feel like i have more clarity of what the lord was showing me about this shot mm. and i feel there would be more angels um ascending and descending to give you more resources and and they'll just be unusual grace you already have that grace and you're working on that i feel like um the lord is gonna use this um channel to really bless people too not just for the sake of oh i've been edified by that word but mm. actually knowing their purpose mm. it's like it's just like uh like you start something fresh in them and just motivate them to do what they're called to do mm. but um i mean for the church i just i say love god with all your heart body and soul um you will not miss it it's your heart has to be there your soul has to be there your mind will your emotions all that all that is called you to to do is all inside of you but we need the holy spirit and that it takes love by the holy spirit to even reveal some some of the things 
that God has called us. It's not called us to be slaves, but it's called us to be sons. So I encourage you, just worship Him in spirit and in truth. And, um, and yeah, you will not miss it. Yeah, God bless you all. God bless you. Thank you so much, Benjamin. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you.